champ of the amplified sound. Swimming in this art, on up the boogie down. The Ruben rod squad through angles toward the point. Could a widow group of bugs slam a gang of funky joints? The proven's in the moving in the baggy clothes. At the dimly lit clubs, we flock the milk duds. Hip hop enzymes with pride kick inside, dig the threads. The nappy heads bobbing over beats that speaks with ghetto slang. No sirens just felt, sing back from ghetto brain. The cosmic child's hit with dancing, using kits like the black got up, uh, got up, uh, and shit. The ancestors grin, cause rap is getting fat. Cause some of them is grim, cause the youth be having gats. So save all the kids, the down your nappy heads, cause the beats is giving life like air. The flyers fly, bids is swelling the inside. The locust low kids let their glocks in the ride. Problems in the house getting they flams on, cause even beats got some clout.
mutinyradio.fm. We're here. Don't gather. <laughs> Just stick your head out the window in about a half hour. We're going to turn the volume up a little bit, and we're going to have really funny comedy from really funny comedians that haven't done any stage time in a long time. So it's going to be, it might be a little rocky. <laughs> we'll see We'll see what happens. Um, I'm excited. But we have, we have comics here. We have some eye candy on the street trying to get people to not gather. But, I mean, it's hard when you're being eye candy on the street. We're going to listen to some more music. This is a song I used to sing to my cat all the time before he died. And we used to sit together and look at the birds, and I'd sing him this song. I miss my dead cat.
walks to the sea He looks straight ahead, not at me Tall and tan and young and handsome The boy from Ipanema goes walking And when he passes me, I smile started pretty quickly here with this crazy comedy show. We're waiting for Warhol and Rachel Pinson. Yeah, we are. We're going to get started at 7. Warhol and Rachel Pinson say that they are close. No, they're here. They're 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 listening. They're not supposed to come out. That's the whole purpose. Is that we're projecting it so that they they're not we're not allowed to have audiences because it's COVID terrible times. He's pretending he has a microphone. You can use the microphone and talk into it if you want, Sam. There's a microphone out there, and you can use it. There you go. Can, can we, use, can we make seats on the sidewalk? No. no. People can stay. I mean, I guess, yes, you can put chairs. <laughs> Please. You could put some chairs out six feet apart. But I really want to. Uh, oh, you said yes. Yes. You can. <laughs> <laughs> he's just not, he's not the best at listening, I guess. Uh, what? Yeah, you can put some chairs out six feet apart, and uh, but we're not asking people to gather. I'm gonna do, I'm gonna t- I'm gonna take some liberties and do there's five more, and a half there's, feet. There's definitely I think more the six p- feet is is accounting for a little bit of stupidity with people. No. It's not actually six feet. I think it's more. It's probably more like four point seven five. <laughs> That's the actual health guidelines. So we'll do seven. And someone really high up so in command was like, "People are fucking idiots. We're gonna do six feet." Well, we can do seven here. Oh, I, should, I probably shouldn't swear because this is going out on the street. Well, we probably I should mean, do a clean set, try to right? Keep it, I mean, we want to keep it like, you know, family friendly. PG-13. Well, that's little. the mission is getting a lot of families now. Mm-hmm. Housing prices are going up. Little kids are being born. That's how it works. It's a one-to-one ratio. For every million dollar added to a household, one child gets born. I don't even. I don't. I don't. And it's a gentrified little white child. He's just saying words. Um, The next song I'm gonna play is um, for poor poor Nathan, who might have to go back. No, 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 no. He's fine. He's He's fine. fine. He's fine. He's fine. He's fine. Okay. Well, this is a song for Nathan. Let's jinx it. Sweet and clear as 
golden moments could be rolled into one. They would shine just like the sun for a summer day. And after it was over, we could have it back again. With credit to the editor for striking out the very clean well, all it really needed was the proper point of view no one's gonna bring me down no one's gonna stop me now now I gathered up my sorrows and I sold them all for gold and I gathered up the gold and I grew it all away. It all went for a good time and a song. Come on. But laughter was like music, it did float my soul along. proper point of view No one's gonna reach me here And no one's gonna go up No
is obsessed with the whiplash thing. I mean...
What's up, dude? Oh, hey, Pancake. What's up, Pancake? Am I live right now? Hey, guys. Oh, I'm too poor to get there. <laughs> He's too poor to get there. We're going to start a comedy show up in just a minute. Uh, that's a bummer Art. that Nathan can't make it. Boo. I am uh, I am very bummed, but I am uh, I am in the works with a solution to all of my problems. So my awesome. my money trouble might be no such thing in a couple days. Yay! Problems are no more. Yay! COVID survival tips 2020. <laughs> Step one helps if you're white. Oh. Wow, just just gentrifying the airwaves here. I'm radio. It's all good. Obviously. Well. Obviously, yeah. See, aren't you glad I'm not there now? See, this is what I wanted to do. I wanted to make sure that you didn't miss me. Oh. Oh well, that's fair. Is Sam Wise there? Did he pedal off? No, he disappeared. He was he was being eye candy on the street trying to lure people in by not having a shirt on, but I just couldn't handle it and I had to give him a shirt. <laughs> How's the turnout? Not right now. There's uh, there isn't one yet, but we're working on it. There's not. I mean, we don't want anyone to turn out. We just want people to put sit, stick their head out their window, and uh, listen to some hilarious comedy. That's all. That's all That's we want. That's good. I like it. Um, yeah, I. Can't but uh. Cool. Well, I'll stay and then I can tune in, right? Yeah, sure. You can listen live. We've got, we've got Warhol, Rachel Pinson, Sam Carroll, Pam Benjamin, Pancake Hunter Stair is coming. Oh, all right. Cool. Well, uh, we there if there. I'll play some more music and we'll get right back here to some comedy, I guess. Yeah. We miss Sam, you, Nathan. Uh, Sam, give me a ring. Don't gather, but do listen. <laughs> if you're listening to mutinyradio.fm, we're going to tell some jokes and stuff. It's going to be fun.
have it. <laughs> and there is more music. Are you playing more? Yep, they're setting up on their porches at 7 o'clock. We're going to get it started here. All right. Oh, that's loud enough. Hey, Street Corner. Yay. You're at the corner of 21st and Florida. Look, we're our own audience. No, there aren't there people on there. 
outside since they don't. Hi, people. Look, it's the sun. Why can't Californians have guns? <laughs> because they're always triggered. Ah! It's a good joke. <laughs> uh, hey, we're here in the corner of 21st in Florida. Hey, neighbor. <laughs> the, sa the, the safety, whatever. I don't remember how to do jokes because it's been... I'm so confused. I'm getting heckled by the comedians, which is not which is not a good way to start. <laughs> hey, people going by. We have look, we've got we've got our it's outdoor hey across the street. How are you doing, buddy? All right. You like cats? <laughs> why is it so weird? I don't know why, but it is. It is. It's these are the COVID times. We're all six feet apart. People are across the street. It is, uh, it is difficult. I, I've been uh, hanging out inside with my cat a lot. Other people love their cats so much more in these COVID times. I'm a crazy cat lady, but not in the way you think. I want to take my cat, and I want to shave him. And I want to knit a sweater out of his fur. And I want to make him wear it. Because I'm a crazy cat lady. Meow. Bow to your alien overlords, the cats. Just can't. He just can't shut up. It's he just. <laughs> We've got uh. Hey neighbors, how are you doing? Hey neighbors. Hey, we're just uh doing some comedy on the street, trying to make you guys laugh. In these crazy COVID times, I was gonna try to not do any jokes about social distancing in any way. I have I have like n all I have is my old material. Distancing, distancing, yeah. We're not gathering, we're distancing. I have, uh, I don't know if you guys uh, love your cats. Do you have cats? No cats? How are you getting along in these COVID times? You love each other, yeah? You're so excited that you've been sheltering in place. You're like, yeah, we started dating and now we have to stay together all the time. Was it like that? Was it like that? And you're like, we're, this is amazing. We're together all the time and I love it. You still love it? That's good, that's good. I heard some really vocal breakups on the street this week. That was fun. Just people screaming at each other. And I'm like, oh, you've been in a relationship for more than a year, and now you're forced to be together, and you hate each other. Ha, <laughs> COVID. Good stuff. Hey, neighbors. I, lo I, love, I love my cat. I finally understand cat calling because I have a kitten, and uh, my kitten was running away, and uh, I, uh, I run over to her, and I, I try to get her, right? I cat call her. I go... Come here, baby kitty, I love you. Come here, baby kitty. And then she like shows me her butthole and I'm like, oh, I wanna get ya. And I run over there and I pick her up without consent and I flip her over and I kiss her on the mouth. <laughs> I understand catcalling, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> I do it all the time. I've been getting catcalled, I live in the Tenderloin and I love it and I've been getting, I, I am, I'm an old lady so I enjoy getting catcalled. A gentleman said to me, distancing, distancing. Uh, a gentleman said to me, the other day I was walking in the Tenderloin and he said, you look like you know something. Oh my God, you get me. You get me. Oh my God, homeless guy, you fucking, I always, I just wanted to be recognized for being smart. Another gentleman I was walking in the Tenderloin and he said, girl, you've been living a long time to look 22. 
That's a compliment. That's not a cat call. That's just a straight up compliment. I'm taking it. I was I don't try not to wear skirts in the tenderloin because I don't know. I don't want that kind of attention. A gentleman came up to me and he said, I like your skirt. Can I get under there and get a sniff? Ah! Ah! Now we've gone from complimenting into catcalling. That's I didn't I didn't like it that much. Uh, I, I actually, I think I sexually harassed my mailman. You guys all live on this corner. You know sexy mailman, the tall, the tall blonde one? No, you've met sexy mail? Yes! So like, I saw sexy mailman and I walked up to him and I said, um, hey, I hope that the postal service makes a calendar and they put you in it. And I winked. <laughs> I think I sexually harassed my mailman. It's good. I'm telling you catcalling, I get it now. I'm a, I'm a feminist. I think that everyone, oh, we should stop objectifying women. No, <laughs> we get to objectify men equally. Yay, feminism! <laughs> no, you can do that stuff. Uh, I'm a, knock, knock. Claire. Feminism. feminism I can get my own door, thank you. <laughs> I think it's the precept of feminism. I don't know how that works. A lot of women like read books and burned bras in the 70s, so I can like talk about my butthole into a microphone. <laughs> It looks like someone threw a hand grenade into a deli. <laughs> it's meaty. Old lady. Good stuff. Uh, more about feminism. They're laughing. I'm so happy. I'm just, I'm tittering on the inside. Like, oh, there are people distanced. Look at that. There's a real audience. Uh, hey, Rachel, you want to go up? Ugh, do I have to, can you guys mad dog each other for who's <laughs> gonna go? Usually that's what happens, people like stare at each other and, hi, across the street. Oh, good, uh, this perfect distancing, it's, it's very far, it's absolutely, it's absolutely perfect. I, I should talk more ab about my cat that I love so much. Um, I was, uh, I was getting finger banged by this guy, and uh, no, I realized that my cat loves me, right? Because um, he didn't just sniff his fingers, he licked them. Meaning that my cat loves me too. Or women really do taste like tuna. I don't know. Either way, these aged purple lips are a fine sashimi. It's ahi, not albacore. None of that white stuff. It is dark and purpled with age. I am, <laughs> I am an old lady. I haven't cleaned up the crash site in a while. I have so much pubic hair, it looks like I have a kitten in a headlock. I'm not embarrassed to be naked in front of people because it's like I'm wearing a hair skirt. You just can't see anything anyway. It's just like everywhere. <laughs> Party in the front, business in the back. I don't know how that works. Uh, <laughs> no, there's no, there's no business anywhere. There's no. It's all, it's all closed down now for refurbishing. I uh, gotta get those, gotta get those floors, those hardwood floors done. Am I right? <laughs> you gotta get. Do the curtains match the drapes? No, but there's a lot of carpet, let me tell you. Whoa! Yay. It's so hard to remember your jokes when you haven't done them in 45 days. This is the first time <laughs> I've done jokes in front of people in 45 days! That's a long time! What else can happen in 45 days? I don't know. I'm gonna bring up our next comedian because I have to think of more jokes than I know. It's so funny, because I'm like, I usually am like, you wanna go next? Okay. <laughs> we just lifted the veil. Uh, but your next comedian, uh, 
I, I'm so nervous about what people, what if he's gonna be, okay, he's gonna be funny. Everybody put your hands together for Sam Carroll, yay! All right, I gotta, I gotta keep this kid friendly. We're out, we're out on the street corner of the mission. I, I'm, I'll tell you, I'm excited to be back doing this intellectual art form known as uh, shit and dick jokes. Oh, kid, kid friendly, fuck. Oh, rats. All right, uh, you know, I, I used to ask the audience if they were front-to-back wipers or back-to-front wipers. And I don't, I don't do that anymore. You know why? You know, I was disappointed to find out that no one in the history of me asking them this was a side-to-side. -side. Not one side-to-side. -side. Can you believe that? No. No, I'm, I'm, I'm myself, am, uh, I'm an in-and-out, you know? Like an Italian enjoying uh, some good uh, in-and-out. Uh. You feel me on that? That is a shit joke. It's the only one I'm going to do. Uh, just kidding. You know, I, 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 I hear this a lot. Other people, they, they don't like the smell of other people's farts, but they like the smell of their own farts. You guys get this at all? I don't understand this at all. You know, I, I hate the smell of my own farts. Hate it. Love the smell of other people's farts, though. Love it. Love it. Can't get enough of it. Good. Uh... You know, every day I'm faced with moral complexes, right? You know, I, I uh, like, would you, would you save one person? Would you, would you save, would you, oh, would you kill one person to save five people? You know, that's a common one. Of course you would, right? Of course you'd save, of course you'd kill one person to save five people. You know, so every now and then, I'll, uh, for environmental reasons, I'll flush a condom down the toilet for environmental reasons. So I don't have to flush a baby down the toilet. Because I understand the environmental impact of flushing a baby. I do. But Sam, babies are biodegradable. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, I know. It's one of their best qualities, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys think that, uh, you guys think that suicide hotline workers get paid on commission? It's the kind of thing that floats around my brain. I don't know what to do with it. I don't know, I think a lot about this all the time, suicide hotline workers. They're kind of like the telemarketers for life, right? Like online life salesmen. You know what I mean? Can you imagine pitching someone their life like it were on QVC? Your life's just spinning around like a hologram. Here we go, your next product is something that you can't live without. Literally. You can't live without it. Now it turns out these guys, these suicide hotline workers, they uh, th there's a formula, right? There's a formula for how they do it. The guy will call up, the suicidal guy, and he'll say, I'm suicidal. And then you, you have to say this. This is you, You're instructed to say this. You, you have to go, uh, hi, suicidal, I'm Sam. I guess it keeps it light. I don't know. It keeps it light. That's how, it's how it goes. I don't know. My, mom, uh, my mom's getting old, right? My mom's getting old. The other day, she sat me and my sister down. She said, before I die, I want you to make me grandchildren. My sister and I looked at each other. We had the same thought, which is, Mom, if we do that, kids might come out a little a little wonky, you know what I mean? A little retarded, that's what I'm trying to say. You know? Me and my sister, we can't raise a baby. Not in these crazy times. I was talking to uh, I was talking to my mass shooter friend the other day. You guys don't know him. He got away with it. Goes to a... <laughs> Goes to a different school. 
That's all I got for that. I'm sorry. Sorry to leave you hanging there. I uh my my buddy invited me to his country club the other day. And he goes, Whatever you do, don't poop in the pool. They've got a chemical in it that turns the water brown. I said, okay, yeah, yeah. You, you must you must go to one of those fancy country clubs then, yeah. Yeah. You know, so what I did is I uh I pooped in the hot tub, you know? Like anyone would do. I turned the jets on, I was in incognito mode, no one knew. It was the perfect crime. I actually started COVID. I'm that guy. Because of that. Yeah, no, you can't you can't live down pooping in a pool. Any anyone. You can't live it down. I would know. I would know because I have in addition to pooping in a hot tub, I have pooped in a pool. And the mentally handicapped kid never lived it down. I'm sorry to say. And that is the last fucked up joke I'm going to tell before we bring the next comic street corner person to the stage. Thank you for listening to me. This has been fun. All right. Yeah. Woo! Yay! Yay, Sam Carroll. Yay! Yay! Poop jokes. Yay! What happened? Oh, Mike stands right back here. All right, uh, hey, this is MutinyRadio.fm. We're also streaming live at MutinyRadio.fm. Keep your distance, social distancing here. We've got people across the street. Hey, neighbors, yay. We've got comedy. Lots of poop jokes. Uh, I, thought, I thought I went number two the other day. It was so big, it curled around the bowl. I went number six. It was... <laughs> good joke. I think it's a funny joke. All right, your next comedian. He's a really funny guy. During these COVID times, he's been writing a lot of scripts. We've been uh, reading out loud here at Mutiny Radio because comedians don't know what to do with their lives. Put your hands together right now for Warhol Kaufman. Yay! Laughter equals consent. People say pulling out doesn't work. It's not true. Um, pulling out the fetus is 100% effective. <laughs> it works every time. I like to jerk off on the balcony. My downstairs neighbors think I have a candle. I'm the sheep of color of my family. You gotta admit, it's a great time to be a suicidal germaphobe. <laughs> if you guys are looking for closure, it's everywhere. <laughs> Cancel culture is getting really out of hand, I feel. But I'm really glad that Joe Biden is winning in his state of dementia. People are freaking out about toilet paper. I just use prayer. I don't need it. Guys, I would kill to be an assassin. I really would. This is going better than it should be. Um, okay, I'm just gonna give you some tips. Tips to living well. Uh, if you don't want anyone to steal your lighter, put a swastika on it. 
if you don't want to get murdered, don't have a butler. <laughs> People say the population needs to go down. Maybe you should be nicer to it. <laughs> Works for me. Uh, we have a shelter in place order, which means that uh, everyone is urged to stay home and homeless individuals are encouraged to obtain shelter. I looked it up. Obtain means get, acquire, and secure. You can read between those lines, baby. Coronavirus chivalry. I saw a couple with matching face masks. You're right. You're not wrong. Guys, you know what? I know there are blind and deaf people, but you don't see them around a lot or hear much from them. Thank you. <laughs> it's cool, man. They injected 1.5 trillion into markets. I think we'll be fine. As soon as we get over this virus, uh, the Democrats can go back to denying health care for all. I have this vision for a movie I want to make. Um, it's, it's, a, it's about Greta Thunberg starring Tom Hardy. I think he would be fantastic. Uh, I greenlit it already. I'm just working on the funds. The casting is already finished. Uh, check out my music. My rap name is Def Daniels. I saw this picture of Harvey Weinstein, like, with a walker trying to make it up the stairs. Like, what kind of feeble rapist is this? Like, a year ago, you're manhandling and raping the most fit women on the planet. <laughs> I see my time. Warhol Kaufman. Edgy as fuck. Yes, yes. I'm glad, I'm glad you did some abortion jokes. I don't have to worry about abortions anymore because I have an IUD. It's like a, it's like a pretty copper piece of jewelry in my uterus. It's like a, it's like a pool sweeper. Just keeps out all the dead babies, you know? It's IUD. It's good. It's healthy. It's safe. All right. Your next comedian. Oh, yeah. Uh, she has some of my favorite jokes. She's a really funny lady. Clap your hands in a wild, slappy-like motion for Rachel Pinson. Yay! All right, who's ready to show me your best social distancing? <laughs> Will you show me a social distance? Yeah, okay, yes, oh, perfect. Yeah, push him away, six feet, six feet. <laughs> oh, man, I had this really clingy boyfriend, but COVID's the perfect time to get away from him. You know, like six feet apart, six feet, or 100 feet, 100 yards. That's what the court said, you know? We quit drinking together, but I just started drinking once, so I don't, I don't know why it didn't work out. It's cool. Hey, ladies, if you're a feminist, make some noise. Oh, okay, cool. Hey, men, if you're a feminist, just shut up, okay? <laughs> you had your turn, okay? I used to date losers to try to disappoint my parents, but then I realized that I am a strong, independent disappointment to my parents, and I don't need a man to help me with that, you know? I'm a feminist. Oh, yeah, yeah, it is hard to remember your jokes after 45 days. 
Um, yeah, heckling. All right, show me your d social dis-dance, Hunter. All right, that's kind of similar. Hers was better. We're going to have a contest. The winner uh, doesn't get anything. It's just like you get props for having the best social dis-dance. Hmm, all right, so... Thanks, guy. <laughs> uh, six feet. You're doing great. You're doing great. Damn it, people. All right, I don't have a mask. It's my bad, I guess. <laughs> uh, it's it's hard. It's a hard life for women, man. It's hard to turn guys down for dates, like. Especially if I have to turn down a white guy because I don't want to be responsible for the next mass shooting. You know, it's like putting a lot of pressure on me. I had to turn a guy down the other day and like he wasn't white and I don't want to sound prejudiced, but he told me that he wanted to be a cop. Hey, what's up, kid? Six feet, six feet. And I just can't date somebody like that. You know, like my parents never raised me to be cop lovers. <laughs> what's up? Maybe I have a kid-friendly joke. All right. Uh, how many tickles does it take to tickle an octopus? Ten. It takes ten tickles. I didn't write that. It's unoriginal. Yeah, she gets it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, he got it. He got it. It takes a second, you know, for the six feet distance to reach. <laughs> I'm, like, trying to go into my material, but I don't know if it's clean enough for the street corner. <laughs> Because I know I'm not, you know. All right. <clears throat> I'm really into nerdy guys. But that's really hard because I'm an extrovert with tits, and that's like nerd kryptonite. I don't know guys, if you know this or not. But I can't get them to look at me or talk to me, and when they do talk to me, it's online. But they say really cute things like, hey, um, you spelled misogyny wrong, you dumb bitch. You know, like, ah, oh, be still my heart. <laughs> I had to turn a guy down the other day, and, um, like, he wasn't white, like I mentioned, but he told me he wanted to be a cop, and I can't date somebody like that. Like, my parents never raised me to be a cop lover. You know, I would never bring a snitch home to the dinner table. And, like, I like NWA just as much as the next white lady on the street corner in a microphone, but I'm tired of people telling me to fuck the police, man, because that's how you make more police. You fuck them, and they multiply. Like, duh, that's how it works. I grew up super white trash, man. I, I like didn't know this about myself until other people pointed it out. Like you go to college and like you want to go thrifting. I'm like, you mean back to school shopping? Because I already like I got that. <laughs> like I had an Asian boyfriend and I think he fetishized me for being like white trash. Because once he was like, can you say something to me? But like in a country accent. I'm like okay, I'll try. I'm 13 years old. Don't tell me how to raise my baby. <laughs> Mama didn't pay the water bill. That's okay because we got Mountain Dew. <laughs> I want you to kiss me wildly and passionately like my cousin when he wants one of my oxies, you know, because I'm a romantic. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Pam. I love that What's up, Street Corner? How are you guys doing? Yeah. Crowd work. All right, cool. G can you guys show me your, your best social distancing? Oh, yeah, you got it. Oh, this is good. This is good crowd work. <laughs> Then the crowd do the work for me. Yeah. All right. 
Man, it is hard. It's hard. <laughs> what is my material? All right. I, uh, when I first moved to San Francisco, I really liked it. Like, it's the only place I've ever wished what I stepped in was dog shit. Like, that was like a magical <laughs> moment. Whose streets? Poop streets. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but people here are really friendly. Like, the other day I was sitting at a bus stop and a nice gentleman pulls up in a car. He rolls his window down. And he says, hey, baby girl, do you need a ride? I'm like, baby girl, that's so sweet, you know? Like, we just met. This guy offered me a ride, a job, and he says he can protect me. <laughs> Like, no thanks, man. No thanks, pork chop. You know, I'm a little bit offended because I am a strong, independent hustler, and I don't need a man to help me sell my pussy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a feminist. That's what I told him. So you guys live together, and that's why you don't have to stay six feet apart? Is that what you're saying? Well, can you show me your best social distancing? Yeah, distancing. Yeah, whatever. Oh, there you go. There you go. That's a good one. All right, just, uh, just keep keep it apart. Keep it apart. Keep it apart. What are my jokes? Okay. <laughs> you don't know? Me neither. All right. You guys are great. Thanks. Bye. Yay. Oh, Rachel Finson, everyone. Rachel Finson. Yay. Keep your distance. The four of them aren't grouping. They all live together. It's fine. It's uh, it's a it's a poly San Francisco. All really beautiful people. I can tell even with the masks on that you're all incredibly attractive. All of you together. That's so nice. Look at you all, so happy together. You're like, yeah, it's like summer camp. We all have to we all have to have like a residence together. Woo! It's gonna be fun. Who's got the case of White Claw? White Claw is so funny because you know I'm old and they used to call it Zima. Do you remember when they used to call it Zima? It just didn't have all the flavor in it. White Claw is Zima. Anybody remember? Yeah. People are like, no, we don't know what that is. You're too old. I used to take a sip out of my Zima and then put a shot of Chambord so that it would be, you know, flavored. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It makes it flavored. It's really good. And then you actually add more alcohol to the alcohol. So Zima is a great mixer. You can get it. You can get it back. Just, these are just pro tips. Uh, another, another pro tip, if you've been doing cocaine for more than 24 hours, you don't eat your boogers. You smoke them. Just pro tip for everybody. Just absolutely. That's how you get that done. I got a ha. Yeah. Hey, we got people on the window. Balcony. Everybody to the balcony. Yeah. Hell yeah. Love you. <laughs> Tonight I felt like I wanted to be a ketamine girl. You know what I mean? I could just make fun of those girls up there and just be like, I'm a ketamine girl. All right. Your next comedian coming up. He's not a cake and he's not a pan, but he is pancake. Yay! 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 Okay, hey, uh, no one, no one prepared me. Oh shoot, I already touched the mic. Fuck. Um. Uh. Okay. Um, we're, we got live feed. Okay, uh, uh, I'd like to be begin my set with a, a small ceremony, if I could, and I'll be referring to the good text here. Uh, give me some room. Okay. 
Okay, some of you are indoctrinated, some of you don't have basic cable, that's okay. Stream it, stream it all you like. Uh, now, if uh, I've been reading uh, the New York Times <laughs> business section, and um, if I could direct you all to the, uh, the back of this, you would all see how far back and to the left these uh, libtards at uh, the New York Times have become. It says, Be behind every great restaurant is a woman. That means stay in the kitchen. <laughs> now, I'm not one of those Bill, Bill Burr types, okay, who just wanna inflare all the uh, all the audience members. No, no, no. I'm just here to point out all the problems, okay. <laughs> now, um, let me uh, flip to a a reliable page here. So, I wish I could. No, uh, so so my name's Pancake. Uh, I got that uh, stage name because I was bullied. Uh, I got some I got some civilians to laugh, so I, th I think I'm winning. Um, uh, what's this say here? Oh, this one's this one's for the men. This one's this one's for the men. Hey guys. Uh, you ever walk down the street as a man, and and you you're like, oh we, this woman's probably been looked at too much. <laughs> no, <laughs> just me. Okay. Well, uh, I like I like to get dressed up to see the Joker, uh, a lot, <laughs> and uh, it's funny how they made a movie just about me. <laughs> I uh. I look in the mirror sometimes and I, I realize, oh geez, the longer my hair gets, the more it seems like I want to hurt people. Uh, but that's not my brand. Uh, that's completely the opposite of what I'm trying to sell, okay? Uh, I'm, I'm an actor, so I need to be affable. Uh, I, I'm actually growing out my hair to donate. Okay, I'm a protagonist in somebody's story. I'm not even the main character in my own Truman show. That goes to my good friend Connor Lonsdale, who's just over the Bay Bridge. He's all right. I won't. I won't talk about him anymore. Now, uh, whoever is writing "kindness is sexy" all over the city hasn't met me. <laughs> and and also they should stop, okay? Because wh where do where do good guys end up? You know. Mostly, mostly behind bars or in a body bag on the news. Uh, at this point in, in my routine, you may be wondering who my father is. <laughs> well, he's my dad. I was one of those kids on Maury, uh, so it was confirmed. Uh, it was a pleasant little happy televised surprise. 
Uh, no, but really, really, who is my father, essentially? Well, he bought me a Fushigi for Christmas, and, and they might, that might not sound like a lot of responsibility, like a Tamagotchi or a Hitachi, and Altoids hurt my mouth. There's, there's just no getting around it. Uh, do you have the time to listen to me whine about nothing and everything all at once? Because I am one of those melodramatic fools, neurotic to the bone, no doubt about it. And at this point, you either got it or you didn't. Uh, this one's called... Uh, is anyone from the Bay? Anyone? Anyone local? Anyone from out of state? Any, who, who thinks they're here to visit? Who here thinks they're here to stay? Who has a NorCal tattoo? Uh, this one's called Spider Freeway. It's uh, the name of a band, obviously, but it's, it's also a, a cliff note to remind me uh, to, to uh, bug bomb the car before I get on the freeway because you don't want to have a freak out at 80 miles an hour. I'm sorry, 65. And basically, all the stains in my car are where I tried to shoo a spider uh, politely, but it didn't work out that great for the spider. Uh, this is my first time here. Uh, but, uh, you guys are very attentive, and I appreciate that. Uh, I, you may be wondering what I'm reading. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> nothing at all. Well, this has been great. I should stop improvising all of my sets. I'm Pancake. Killer set by Pancake, yay! I'm so glad that was recorded so that you can listen to it later and make it happen again. Yay! <laughs> Are you guys are you guys stoners? Anybody stoners? Super stoners? I'm a stoner. Anybody ever gotten so high that you forget how your own shower works? Is that just me? Sometimes I feel like I'm airbnb in my own home. I'm like, it's hot, it's cold, what am I doing? Why is there cat litter all over the floor? Paying a lot of money for this place. It's with all these cats. I love cats. Hunter, you wanna get up here? All right, your next comedian. Clap your hands. It's your last comedian, actually. Clap your hands in a wild slappy-like motion for Hunter Stare. Yay! No shaking hands. COVID time. No shaking hands. Shake hands. That should do it, right? Yeah, this is exactly how I plan to spend my spring, regardless. You know, this is what I wanted to do anyway. I just wanted to be, you know, out on the street, like playing Russian roulette with a microphone. Um, not a joke, just a real thing that's actually happening. Um, getting heckled by economy vehicles that happen to be passing by. Y'all smoke weed? We established that. Everybody smokes weed. We all smoke weed. See another heckler. Security. I smoke weed. I would say I smoke weed at a competitive level. You know what I mean? You know what I mean up there? I Like, you know... Like, if there was an Olympic category for weed smoking, I would definitely forget to qualify for that shit. Yeah. 
I used to, uh, I'm trying to not smoke cigarettes. I'm on the Nicorette right now, you know, like I, I had different solutions. Like, you know, cigarettes, they uh, increase your chance of getting lung cancer by like 50% or something like that. But I figured out a way around that. I just cut mine in half. Yeah, because I can live with those odds. That's a math joke. Um, I've, getting, I've been spending a lot of time with my phone recently, as I'm sure the rest of y'all have. Um, I like phones because uh, they remind me, they're the closest that we're ever going to get to the wands from Harry Potter. You know, like, that that's the closest we're going to ever get to actually being able to cast magical spells. You know, it's like you're in a strange bathroom you've never been in before, can't find the light switch. Lumos, motherfuckers! See something you don't like on Tinder, swipe left, Expelliarmus, Expecto Patronum. Um, the one thing about the wands from Harry Potter that makes them better, uh, I don't think that uh, the wands from Harry Potter spy on you and sell your secrets to Voldemort. That's good. I'll tell a poop joke, too. Um, yeah, you know, I want to play. Um, we've all been in this situation before. So you... Are, you're having one of those emergency shit situations, you know, where it sneaks up on you. It's just one minute you're fine. You're like, hey, what are you guys doing? The next minute you're like, oh, no. And so you calmly, coolly, you make your way to the bathroom without letting your ass cheeks move too far apart from each other. And then um, every step you take toward the bathroom in this situation, that just makes the urge worse and worse and worse until finally you get your hand on the door you make it all the way to the door oh okay thank you uh i didn't i didn't pick up the pattern i'm an idiot uh, you you make your way all the way you you put your hand on the door and that's the worst that that urge gets and then that's when you realize that you forgot your iphone so you turn back around and walk in the direction that you came from because like what are you going to do shit without a screen like a goddamn 16th century agrarian peasants. I was lying. It's a phone joke again. Let's stick with the Harry Potter thing, though. Uh, I, did we grow up with Harry Potter? Balcony. Harry Potter? Yes? Okay. Harry Potter? Yeah. Um, the movies, the books, the movies and the books? All of it. Yeah, the whole thing. Todos. Uh, Joe Tambien. Um... I've thought about it a lot recently. I've had a lot of time to think about things. I think that J.K. Rowling is just a little bit racist. I mean, sure, we're all a little bit racist, but it really comes across in some of the elements of the book. Does anybody remember the uh, the goblins who ran the bank, Gringotts? Yeah, you all know what I'm thinking of, right? Like tiny little guys with long, pointy noses, hoarding over piles of money. The mere fact that you're laughing, I don't... I think that that explains the rest of the joke, right? I'm on to something here. But that's that's obvious. That's obvious. I'll tell you what's less obvious. All right, four houses of Hogwarts, right? Four founders of the four houses of Hogwarts. We got Helga Hufflepuff. That's a pretty, you know, kind of German slash British sounding name. She seems like she's cool with that. It's a good lady. We got Rowena Ravenclaw and Godger Gryffindor. Hella British. I think we can agree those are hella British sounding names. And then there's the one evil founder. And that's Salazar Slytherin. And I can just see her right in there like, oh yeah, and a dirty fucking Spaniard. Um, I like you guys. Where are y'all from? 
Palo Alto, are you, are you all from California? Where are y'all from? New York, okay. And what about, is that me? That's not me, is it? No, that's you. Shut up. Security. Um, wait, New York? New York? New Jersey, okay. Anybody from the South? I'm from Louisiana. Yeah, I'm from Louisiana. Is there anybody else here who just found out that drinking and driving is illegal? Based on a true story. He, but he was a good audience member, you know. <laughs> it's not his fault that his steed makes that noise. Uh, yeah, I was from Louisiana, or I, I am from Louisiana. It's present tense. Um, interesting things about Louisiana. Um, has anybody ever heard of the, like, do you know what the state bird of Louisiana is? It's actually the cockroach. Um, I grew up in Louisiana. I grew up with a hippie mom in Louisiana. That might not sound that remarkable if you grew up in the Bay Area because you're surrounded by hippie moms, I assume, but those are just bandwagon hippie moms. Those are, they think that they're hippie, but they're just part of the in-group. That's not hippie. That's not woke. Like, they think that they were woke because they banned soda from public school in 2018. That's adorable. Like, my hippie mama, she banned me from saying sir and ma'am because it reinforced the patriarchy, like the balls on this woman. I can give you a better example. When I was a little kid, I went to a friend's birthday party. You know, it was like a themed birthday party, like you have those when you're a little kid. And it was a G.I. Joe themed birthday party. We had those a lot in the South. It's exactly what you would expect. It's like a bunch of little kids with camouflage t-shirts, running around with helmets and super soakers, just having a great time. Um, and I was allowed to go to this G.I. Joe themed birthday party, but there was a big catch. This is all true, by the way. I had to be the medic <laughs> at the G.I. Joe themed birthday party. This is 100% true, maybe even more. Um, I did not have camouflage. I had a white shirt with a red cross drawn on in Sharpie, and I had a first aid kit, obviously. Uh, and she didn't even let me have a sidearm, like a little squirt pistol. She was like, no, honey, I'll tell you what you can't have. You can have this Bible because you're also a chaplain. People, people forget. People forget that Doc from G.I. Joe, also a chaplain. Um, but when you think about it, that kind of made the entire party more fucked up. It got twisted at that point. Because before that, they were all just playing Capture the Flag, which is a totally acceptable child game. I'm now walking around performing last rites on all of my dying friends. <laughs> I wasn't performing gay marriages, not in the military, not in Louisiana, not in the 90s, but I was like, mmm, spiritus sancti, have some Jesus. <laughs> right, you don't like some Jesus, have some morphine. See, I can kill people too, Ma. <laughs> I was going to say a bunch of really horrible shit to close, but I feel like that's good. Um, you guys have been wonderful. Thanks for coming out to the show. I won't want to shake your hand because we're in COVID. Hunter Stare, everyone. Close you out with one last joke. I'm also a San Francisco native. We have some interesting hygiene issues that we deal with as a group, right? I found these pants in a tree here in the mission. These are tree pants. That's a thing. The hygiene question is, if my tree pants don't smell like pee, do I have to wash them before I wear them? 
No, no. I've been wearing them for like 18 days, and now they smell like my pee, and I kind of like it. <laughs> Special hygiene question number two, San Francisco. If you're using the public restroom at Civic Center, do you leave the toilet seat up or down when you've been slamming heroin? <laughs> it's more of an etiquette question, really. I don't know. The, la the, last, the last question I have, I try to lower my carbon footprint. You're probably trying to do it too, right? Toilet paper right now, it's crazy. So what if I use the same teepee to wipe my butt, my nose, and then my tushy? Can I give my butthole herpes? Dermatologist says yes. Yes, herpes simplex one and simplex two, same herpes. Just location, location, location. Don't live in the tenderloin is the way that that works. That's the end of that joke. Thank you guys so much for being here and keeping distance and being awesome. Yes, yes. Up for the balcony. Yeah. Across the street, they're all living together. They're having the best orgy. The four hottest people on the street are like, yeah, we get to go home and get it done. Yeah. Thank you, ladies. You're great. You kept all your distance and your beautiful masks and everything. Thank you for being here. We've all been here. We're going to, I mean, as long as people don't have a problem with this, we'll do this on Fridays. Thanks so much for being here and keeping your distance. And the police went by twice, and they didn't mess with us. So distance. We, have the, we, do, we do actually have the entertainment license. All right. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for being here. Good night. Yay.
Braxton was diagnosed with chloride plexus carcinoma, a brain tumor. St. Jude is helping us put away our fears. We have an amazing team that fights for the best outcome for Braxton. He has the best chance here. I don't have to worry that how much is that bag of fluid going to cost me? Can I afford it to save my child's life? The donations, they're paying for me to live every day with my son, be stress-free, and enjoy every day with him. I wish there was a word bigger than thank you, more close to the heart, because thank you's not enough. They've given me hope. They've given me my son. You're not a dish, you're a man. Most name brand bars and body washes you rub on your skin are classified by the FDA as synthetic detergent. Oh. It's not even real soap. Stop marinating your man meat and unholy ingredients that are harmful to your well-being, body, and sperm count. Start treating- Jokes every Thursday, seven to nine with True Hustle Thursdays. Hashtag THC. That's hashtag THC. You want more open mics? Fridays, Flap. six to eight. Happy hour. Flap Black Classics on Mutiny Radio. D. Dot FM. Smith. Pew, pew, pew. Four open mics every week at Mutiny Radio.
I knew these people, these two people. <clears throat> they were in love with each other. The girl was very young, about 17 or 18, I guess. And the guy was quite a bit older. He was kind of raggedy and
she was very beautiful, you know? And together they turned everything into a kind of an adventure. She liked that. Just an ordinary trip down to the grocery store was full of adventure. And they were always laughing at stupid things. He liked to make her laugh. And they didn't much care for anything else because all they wanted to do was be with each other. They were always together. And he, he loved her more than he ever felt possible. He couldn't stand being away from her um, during the day when he went to work. So he'd quit just to be home with her. Then he'd get another job when the money ran out. And then he'd quit again. But pretty soon she started to worry. About what? Money, I guess. Not having enough. Hmm? Not knowing when the next check was coming in. Yeah, I know that feeling. So he started to get kind of torn inside. Yeah, I know that feeling. So he started to get kind of torn inside. How do you mean? Well, he knew he had to work to support her, but he couldn't stand being away from her either. And the more he was away from her, the crazier he got. Except now, he got really crazy. He started imagining all kinds of things. Like what? He started thinking that she was seeing other men on the sly. He'd come home from work and accuse her of spending the day with somebody else. He'd yell at her, break things in the trailer. Yes. They lived in a trailer home. Anyway, he started to drink real bad. And he'd stay out late to test her, to see if she'd get jealous. He wanted her to get jealous, but she didn't. She just worried about him. That got him even madder. He thought if she never got jealous of him, that she didn't really care about him. Jealousy was a sign of her love for him. And then one night, one night, she told him that she was pregnant. She was about three or four months pregnant, and he didn't even know. And then suddenly everything changed. He stopped drinking a steady job. He was convinced that she loved him now because she was carrying his child. And he was going to dedicate himself to making a home for her. But a funny thing started to happen. He didn't even notice it at first. 
she started to change. From the day the baby was born, she began to get irritated with everything around her. She got mad at everything. Even the babies seemed to be an injustice to her. They kept trying to make everything all right for her, buy her things, take her out to dinner once a week. But nothing seemed to satisfy her. For two years, he struggled to pull them back together like they were when they first met. But finally, he knew it was never going to work out. So he hit the bottle again. But this time it got mean. This time when he came home late at night, she wasn't worried about him or jealous. She was just enraged. She accused him of holding her captive by making her have a baby. She told him that she dreamed about escaping. That was all she dreamed about, escape. She saw herself at night running naked down a highway running across fields, running down riverbeds, always running. And always, just when she was about to get away, he'd be there. He would stop her somehow. He would just appear and stop her. And when she told him these dreams, he believed them. He knew she had to be stopped or she'd leave him forever. So he tied a cowbell to her ankle so he could hear at night if she tried to get out of bed. But she learned how to muffle the bell by stuffing a sock into it and inching her way out of the bed and into the night. He caught her one night when the sock fell out and he heard her trying to run to the highway. He caught her and dragged her back to the trailer and tied her to the stove with his belt just left her there, went back to bed, and lay there listening to her scream. Then he listened to his son's scream. And he was surprised at himself because he didn't feel anything anymore. All he wanted to do was sleep. And for the first time, he wished he were far away. language or streets and he dreamed about this place without knowing its name and when he woke up he was on fire there were blue flames burning the sheets of his bed he ran through the flames toward the only two people he loved but they were gone His arms were burning, and he threw himself outside and rolled on the wet ground. Then he ran. He never looked back at the fire. He just ran. He ran until the sun came up couldn't run any further. And when the sun went down, he ran again. 
five days he ran like this until every sign of man had disappeared. <laughs>